You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, August the 19th, and we come off just a devastating loss in Arizona. The Phillies dropped two in a row in Arizona. Just, I mean, you got to be kidding me, right? I mean, this team, this the the frustration of this team, the inexplicable of this team, the the way that this team has the ability to just disappoint consistently and, and, and to get us to believe, to get us to that point where eight in a row, oh, 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 we're there, what a team, let's go! And then this, and then this. <laughs> I mean, just so disappointing. They've lost six of eight. Since the eight-game winning streak. Six of eight since the eight-game winning streak. I'll say it again. They've lost six of eight since the eight-game winning streak. Uh, Coincidentally, at the same time, the Atlanta Braves have won 14 of 16. They've won six straight. 14 of 16. Phillies are now three and a half back of the Braves and falling. It's just frustrating. You know, it feels like we're right back where we were. I'm I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels like an idiot for buying into this team after the eight-game win streak, saying this is real, finally. And I'm even more mad at myself because all season long, I've been skeptical. All season long, I've refused to buy in. I've refused to fall for it. And then one eight-game winning streak, and I'm all in, you know? And look, we're fans. It's what we do. We're always looking and hoping and wanting to be in. And with this Phillies team for the last decade, it has been a string of disappointment and very little hope along the way, very little positivity along the way. And we were just... Waiting for it, you know, waiting for an opportunity to believe, waiting for an opportunity to say, yes, this is the team. And uh, we thought the eight-game winning streak was that. It does not look like it. And now they're in a hole. Now the Phillies are in a hole. They are three and a half games back at the Braves. Three and a half. No joke. Like, this is real now. The Phillies cannot fall any further. There's 42 games left in the season. That's it. And they're three and a half back of the Braves. And more importantly, not being able to go in and be Arizona, who got their 40th win of the season last night. 40th. Their 40th win of the season. It's August 19th. The Phillies aren't even that good and have 61 wins. Just a, an, a massive disappointment. A massive disappointment from this Phillies team. You should be angry as a Phillies fan with this team and the way they produce. And look, I know they got injuries and it's frustrating, but 
They battled through that eight-game winning streak with injuries. And look, if you want to say, all right, well, you know, two of six at home against the Dodgers and Reds, like, okay, I can get past that. I'm not excited about it. I wanted to see them play some good teams and win some games at home. But okay. But you go on the road and lose the first two in a three-game series to the Arizona Diamondbacks? The 40-win, now 40-win, you get them to 40 wins, Arizona Diamondbacks? It's unacceptable. That's the word. Unacceptable. The Phillies should be embarrassed. Joe Girardi should be embarrassed. All the excuses this guy has made for this team all season long, embarrassed. It was an embarrassing night last night. You're going up against a guy making his second start, Umberto Castellanos. Never heard of him in my life. I watch a lot of baseball. I know we do this all the time. I'm like, I watch a lot of baseball, never heard of that guy. It only happens a few times a season when the Phillies are playing someone that I never freaking heard of. Umberto Castellanos. No freaking idea who he was. Well, he had no problem with the Phillies lineup, did he? Could have been me. And I probably would have had no problem with the Phillies lineup. Four hits. Four hits. Odubo Herrera scores both runs. He had a homer and a triple. And that was it. Two other hits. Segura had a hit. McCutcheon had a hit. That's it. That was it. Four hits against Umberto Castellanos. Oh, man. They actually only got three hits against Castellanos. They got one against Caleb Smith, who got ejected for foreign substances. At least they're not sure they're going to test it, but first time we've seen that in the Phillies game, someone got ejected. I guess that was something. That was exciting. And then they shut it down. Ranger was not good enough. You know, not great. You know, certainly four and two-thirds. He gives you more innings, but... Three runs, eight hits, four walks. Just not good. Ranger is not good. 12 base runners in four and two-thirds is... What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. It's a three-whip almost. It's a, a high-twos whip. Just horrible. Didn't have it. The bullpen wasn't horrible. Brogdon goes in the inning in third clean. Falter gives up a run in an inning. Nice to see Bailey Falter back, I suppose. Archie Bradley goes a clean inning. Didn't matter. Couldn't get hits. They couldn't get hits. I mean, four runs, as bad as Ranger was, for four runs, you should be able to beat the Diamondbacks. When they score four runs, when they score four runs, you should beat the Diamondbacks. You should beat the Diamondbacks. Ah, oh, I can't believe they've lost two straight to the Diamondbacks. Like, man, this was the part of the schedule they were supposed to dominate. This is the part of the schedule. This is when we're going through and going, oh, oh, oh look at the schedule. Oh, it's so great for the Phillies. This was it. This is what it is. It's beating teams like Arizona and Arizona. Ah, and you look at the Braves' schedule, like we did yesterday. It's friggin' easy. And the Braves are winning games consistently. 14 of 16. When it matters, the Atlanta Braves, who lost their best player, that'd be like if we lost Bryce Harper and just kept winning games. <laughs> like, how can you complain about injuries when the Braves are winning games without Ronald Acuna? Right? We got no room to complain. Oh, Hoskins. He ain't Ronald Acuna. Oh, we're out McCutcheon. He ain't Ronald Acuna. The Braves just win, win, win. 14 of 16, man. When it matters. In the dog days. I said yesterday it's put up or shut up time. 
the Braves are putting up and the Phillies are shutting up. That's what it feels like right now. That's where we're headed. And I am no longer, sadly, on the Phillies will win the division tip, obviously. For the first time, one time all season, I believe. That's what I get. That's what I get for believing in the Phillies. I, I should have known better. I should have known better. Eight straight. I was in. Two and a half game lead. They've lost five games in the division since then. Five games in the division since then. They went from a two and a half game lead to a three and a half game deficit like that. Boom. Done. And now I look at it and I don't know how I can possibly believe in this team to win the division. Why should I believe that they will beat the Braves? Why? One of these teams has been to the playoffs multiple years in a row. One of these teams is, again, showing that it knows how to win games in August and September. One of these teams is playing a good brand of baseball. Why would I believe that the Phillies are going to beat that team? I mean, if you just look at run differential, which we've tried to avoid all season because it doesn't tell the story we want it to, but if you look at the National League East, forget the Braves for a sec, it's pretty similar, right? The Phillies are minus 21 in run differential. The Mets are minus 24 in run differential. The Nats, minus 48 in run differential. The Marlins are minus 23 in run differential. So three teams very close. And then Washington, minus 48. The Phillies do have the best run differential of those four teams at minus 21. The Braves are plus 86. Plus 86. The Braves plus minus is over 100 runs better than the Phillies. Let's say that again. The Braves plus minus is over 100 runs better than the Philadelphia Phillies. Yeah, the Braves are winning the division, right? I mean, they're the better team. They're the better team. They're playing like the better team. They've been the better team for years now. I don't know why we should look at it any other way. I'm officially believing that the Braves will win the division. Now, again, it's not over. The Phillies do have a winnable schedule, not that that seems to matter too much. Again, last night, just in Arizona, after losing the first game of the series with a lifeless, lifeless offensive effort, you put up four hits against nobody. Four hits. Four hits. It's just so frustrating. Like, it's so frustrating, this team. Why can't they just play good competitive baseball for an extended period of time? Why? Why is that so hard? The Atlanta Braves seem to have no problem doing it. Atlanta Braves seem to have no problem doing it. And look, last week when they were on the eight-game win streak and we were like, oh, you know what, two weeks ago, let's give Girardi some credit, finally got these guys playing great. Well, let's yank that credit away. I didn't even like giving it to him in the moment. It felt icky because I didn't really agree with it. It was like, well, I guess they're playing better, so Drury deserves some credit, even though I, I don't see him doing it. I... Disappointment, Joe Girardi. I'm still there. We've talked a ton about the bullpen management, and I know he doesn't have a ton of options, but I think he's done a bad job there. But again, for this team to win eight straight, be in first place in the division, for the first time in a decade to have real true good vibes around this team in August. For the first time. And then you lose 6-8, including the first two against Arizona? 
How does that not fall back on Girardi? How does Girardi not get some of the blame for that? How? I'm asking how. Can someone explain that to me? Because this team never, never seems to be able to carry anything forward. They never seem to be able to get on a real run, like a two-month run where you play good baseball for two months. Like, how hard is that if you're a talented baseball team to just play somewhat good baseball for an extended period of time? Why is this so hard? Why? I don't understand it. Like, I just don't understand why this Phillies team can't seem to get on some sort of run. Why can't they play any sort of consistent baseball? Why is it always this devastating feeling? It's just... And and look, I don't... From a talent perspective, they are not much worse than the Braves, if at all. Like right now, especially with the injuries the Braves had, they should be able to compete with the Braves, you know? They should. But... It just seems like there's just not enough fortitude in there. They just don't seem to be able to carry anything forward, to be able to build on anything. There's no building on anything. There's no continued success. There's no, well, if that, then this. It's that is all by itself, and then this is all by itself. Like, eight-game winning streak all by itself, and then lose six of eight. It's just, man, I just don't understand how you go in Arizona and lose the first two of this series. I really don't. I really don't. Again, I can excuse losing four of six to the Dodgers and Reds, even at home. It's disappointing because it's at home. I want the Phillies to be better at home. They have been better at home. I need them to be better at home. But to go into Arizona and lose two of the the first two games of this series... Man, man, I just, I didn't see it coming. Again, they fooled me. They fooled me. This team fooled me. They rope-a-doped me. They they sucked me in only for that big uppercut to just knock me on the canvas. That's what I feel like. I feel like I've been knocked on the canvas by this Phillies team. And again, it was so nice, wasn't it? It was so nice for a week to feel like we had a real baseball team. To feel like for a week, we weren't the Phillies, right? You know, for a week, <laughs> we were the team that was going to win the NL, the playoff team. Oh, an NL East winning team. We were playing good baseball. The first time I was excited to see the national guys talk about the Phillies and what they're doing. Let's go. And they were winning tough games and fighting back. And now it feels like all that energy and all that excitement's gone. Remember talking about like a team that fights. That's what what honestly of of all the the stuff, you know, eight winning eight straight was the reason we were all excited, but but the way they won them, right? It was the the late game heroics. The a game never being over, the ability to seem like no matter the situation this team was tough and they would fight. And they just went away. I mean, these two last games in Arizona perfect example. Two runs, two runs. And you don't, I mean, you don't really fight. I mean, they kind of, first game kind of fought a little bit, but weren't able to capitalize and get it done. But, you know, two straight against a bad team and you don't fight. You put up four runs total. Again, against a 
horrible Arizona team, one of the worst teams in baseball. And yet again, yet again, when we look back on this Philly season, when we say what went wrong, when we say, ah, I thought they were going to win the division. Ah, they were the favorite to win the division for a while. Ah, this, that, whatever. When we look at all that, we're going to come back to these games. We're going to come back to losing two of three and potentially three of three, though with Zach Wheeler on the hill today, if they lose in Arizona, officially done. (laughs) Put a fork in him. Not literally, but metaphorically at least. Um, But, you know, uh, losing even two of three in Arizona. Losing two of three in Pittsburgh. Losing two or three in Colorado before. You know, it's going to be going to those games. The winnable games. The games where at the end of the season we're going to look at a team that has 55 or 60 wins and say, oh, they won a three-game series against the Phillies. Seriously. That's what it's going to be at the end of the season. Those three teams alone. We're going to look at the Pirates, the Diamondbacks, and the Rockies and say, all right, those three teams average 60 wins, 65 wins, whatever it's going to be, and each of them won a home series against the Phillies. All three of them. Three of the worst teams in baseball will have won a home series against the Philadelphia Phillies this series. We're going to look back at those series and say that that was it. The Phillies missed the playoffs by three games. There's three right there. Right? I mean, isn't that how this is going to play out at this point? Us looking back at these series of winnable games, which is just the 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 constant, it seems, with this Phillies team. Which is the go-to every year. Disappoint against the teams you're supposed to beat. Please, that's what we do. We never handle the teams we're supposed to beat. And that's what's so frustrating. Because one of the big reasons we were so excited about this team in the second half was this schedule, this easier schedule, the opportunity to go in and Beat some bad teams. Oh, the Mets have such a tough schedule. Oh, ho, ho. Well, looks like that doesn't matter. Because the Phillies play down to competition. And, conversely, the Braves have a super easy schedule, but they beat the teams they're supposed to. 14 of 16 for those. 14 of 16 the Braves have won. 14 of 16. The Phillies can't get out of their own way. The Braves just dispatch teams they're supposed to beat. Three straight against the Marlins. Three straight against Washington. Two of three against Cincinnati. Two of three against Washington. Three straight against St. Louis. Like, they're just beating teams they're supposed to beat. You know? And the Phillies aren't. Like, honestly, the season's coming down in the next week plus or so because right now... The Braves have an off day today, and then they have three straight against Baltimore. So the Phillies have to win today with Wheeler on the hill against Arizona, and then they're three back. Atlanta has three against Baltimore. The Phillies have three in San Diego. San Diego's been scuffling lately as well, really struggling. So that's you know something, but, but three in Baltimore, certainly better than three in San Diego. But then, then is when the Phillies have to make hay. They have to because this is it for the Braves' schedule. I mean, they got a few pockets here and there, but... They have three at home versus San Francisco, three in Los Angeles, uh, two at home against the Yankees, three at home against San Francisco, three in Los Angeles. That eight-game stretch. And then they have four in Colorado, which Colorado's got a great home record. So, you know, I know the Phillies lost a series there, too. I'm giving them crap for it. But for what it's worth, if we're going to talk about the Rockies and we're going to be real about it, for some reason this Rockies team is just way, 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 way better at home. 
the Rockies' home record is 41 and 21. <laughs> so, a Rockies team that has 55 wins are 41 and 21. They are 14 and 45 on the road. 14 and 45. Unbelievable. Um, but the Rockies are good at home. 41 and 21. Okay, so a little hope. So that's the stretch right there for Atlanta where we need so they have three against Baltimore, but then it's two at home against the Yankees, three at home against San Francisco, three in LA, four in Colorado. It's big. That is a big stretch of baseball, 11 games. Now, at the same time, the Phillies, again, they will have three in, Atlanta, in San Diego. Then they come home, two against Tampa. That's tough. But then four at home against Arizona. Arizona also 14 and 45 on the road. So you need to sweep that series. I'm saying it now. I'm calling out way ahead. You have to sweep Arizona at home. Then you go to Washington for three and Miami for three. So <laughs> this is it. And then it's September 5th. This is the stretch. Then it's Labor Day. It's the end of Labor Day weekend. So through Labor Day is either, uh, you know, this is it. This is the final push for the Phillies. You know, anything can happen. But if you want to look at the schedules here and look at a Braves team that continues to beat teams they're supposed to and a Phillies team that continues to disappoint, the chance they have is this schedule where the Braves are playing tough teams. Because it looks like the Braves are going to win their games against bad teams, or at least the majority of them. The Phillies haven't been doing that, but we obviously need them to. If this team's going to make the playoffs, they have to start beating these bad teams. Like, they have to. You know, this is it. This this two in a row against Arizona, it has to end here. It has to be over. It has to be the end of the Phillies losing games they're supposed to win. Done. Over. That's it. But they also have to, you know, they really have to win these games. You know, it's it's they have to go on some streaks here. They have to go on some runs. You're going to be, again, assuming Zach Wheeler can go out and shove today and win you a game, as he has done many times this year, you're going to really need the Braves to lose some games against good teams, and you have to keep winning games against bad teams. Start winning games. Rephrase. Start winning. You have to start winning games against bad teams. You have to. If the Phillies want to make the playoffs, which again, sadly, even though I was there last week, I'm not there anymore. If you ask me today, August 19th, who's winning the NL East, I'm going to say the Braves, and I'm going to say it somewhat confidently, but it's not over. If they win today, they're three back. So it is, you know, it's real. They're still in it. But it has to change right now. It has to change right now. They have to start winning games. They have to win them against San Diego, and they have to beat teams they're supposed to beat. And the offense has to show up. I mean, we've said it ad nauseum this year, but the Phillies will either make the playoffs or miss the playoffs based on their offense. You know, based on their offense's ability to score runs. That is going to be the number one thing that will either get this playoff team in the playoffs or have them miss the playoffs. In the last two games, we've seen why. Phillies gave up four runs and three runs and lost both games. That can't happen. That can't happen. That can't happen. Against a bad team, the Phillies have to score more runs. That's it. That's the way they win games. So this is it. It's go time right now. This stretch of baseball through Labor Day will decide the season as far as I'm concerned. Or at least decide the Phillies' chances to compete at the end of the season. They need to make up games over this stretch is what I'm saying. (laughs) You know, they can't be 3-4 back at the end of Labor Day. They can't. Or it's over. Seems not good enough. They have to start winning these games. They have to. They can't disappoint like this anymore. I can't believe they lost the first two in Arizona. I mean, I can. They're the Phillies. But I can't. 
I'm mad at them for getting me to believe in them. I'm back on the Braves bandwagon in terms of the way things go in, but but I'm not saying it's over. And again, I'm very pessimistic right now, especially after the last two games, more pessimistic than maybe even I should be. But it's not over. Win today with Wheeler. You're three back. And then, like, it's go time. All right, this little lull, now it's a good streak for the end of the season, which, again, I, I can't say I expect, but that's what needs to happen. The Phillies have to turn around today, right now, where it's all going to be lost. And after what has been, at times, an incredibly frustrating season, and at times a really fun season, this is their last chance to make it into a fun season, a memory, uh, uh, something that we look back on fondly, because right now, it's heading in the wrong direction. Either way, though, whatever happens tonight, We'll be back to talk about it tomorrow, so they better win, because otherwise it's going to be another disappointing one tomorrow. Either way, we'll be back tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.